cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. CliffCentral.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. Searle, and Tamar is with me in the studio. It's really nice to have you back here uh-huh. instead of in the middle of nowhere. I need to put a mic on for you. Huh? That would be nice. There we go. go. Punishment. <coughs> yes. Go back to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Unradio, unscripted. And this morning, most definitely uncensored. There's strange noises around today. It's just, you know, we're growing, so maybe it's, maybe it's uh, the sound of growth. It's aliens. And with us, some really fascinating guests. Thank you for coming to share with us. Nina, a lifestyle slave. Yes, hi. And fascinating to have family, your daughter, Goth Saint. Hi. Good morning. And Eric's involved. So now Eric's come Eric's come and screwed up our mics. I didn't. So Palessa will come and sort this all out. It's a lesson in technical. Yeah, no, we've changed the channels. Don't interfere with things you don't know about, okay? (laughs) Sit quietly. I don't want to sit quietly. That's the moment you're like, I don't want to. Yeah, sit quietly there, okay? Is that oh there we There's go. that gorgeous voice. So now voice. we have oh, another. Okay. <laughs> Glad you're happy. Okay, but now you've switched the other mic off. Are you so okay. can't we put it on one of these channels? Can we put it on? Yeah, but she's talking on that mic. Let's see. Say hi. Hello. Oh, I see. Okay, so Perfect. now we're all sorted. Thank you very much. Okay. <clears throat> My apologies to everyone. Okay, let's see if anybody is smart because I thought this was really cute. Ninja Sex, Chocolate Starfish, Twitter Bag, Calipogean. Today's dirty dictionary word is shrimping. Dirty dictionary word. Shrimping. Any idea, Eric? Nope. No, really, like nothing. Nothing. Shrimping. Take a guess. Has to do with something. Does it have to do small. with foreskin? No. no. <laughs> uh, then I'm lost. By the way, no. good call. Good call. Good yeah. call. Tomorrow, any clues? Shrimping has to do with, you know, it's small. The way you eat it, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like eating somebody's. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, you're there. Clitty, clitty, cocky. <coughs> no. <laughs> First part's right. Eating okay, something you should see small. the photo, the, the image of right. it. Nina, any clues? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Nothing. Goth Saint, any clues? No idea. Shrimping. Okay. So please message us on WhatsApp number 079-748-2090 and <coughs> let us know what shrimping is. That would be really, really interesting. We are on WeChat. We are on Twitter. And shortly we will be on WhatsApp because that's disappeared from our screen. So shortly we'll be back. <laughs> All these things. Yeah. Dirty dictionary word. That's true. We we needed that. We needed that cue again. <laughs> and um, maybe okay. also it's because of the spirituality of this show. We have here things that. We have a lot of spirits here. I have energy. I can feel it. Absolutely. Okay. So, we have... Nina, you're a lifestyle slave. That's right. And on the line with us is your master, Tungsten. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Master Tungsten. Master Tungsten, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Good morning. Thank you, really. Thank you for joining us. 
Um, Thank you, how much? We don't have a lot of time with you. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so let's talk to you a little bit first. When did you get involved in this journey of being a lifestyle master? It was about 10 years ago when uh, I made my previous money. Uh, we journeyed into this lifestyle together. We figured out that we are not promised a no vanilla couple. We experimented a bit, and but very quickly um, our roles were defined, and we chose the old-fashioned um, household and lifestyle. We, the man has got all the dominant part has got certain responsibilities, um, and the submissive or in our case, female partner has certain. Uh, Responsibilities very much in line in the old-fashioned relationships of the 1950s and 60s. So, what are your responsibilities in this relationship? As the master, I have to first of all protect my slave. I have to look after her well-being. Um, I have to look after her soul. I need to make sure that she is happy and growing. Um, in the direction of our children. So this is something that you are totally in charge of. You own this person. Yes. I I own the responsibility of looking after this person. Okay. And that's almost like a <clears throat> like a full time job in a way. Yes, it can be. Um, uh, I, have to, I have to plan our uh, path together um, for the future. I have to make sure that uh, all physical needs are taken care of. Um, you're looking after the person and you're taking, um, you're not taking control. You're, uh, you have received the control from the slave or the submissive. And now it is my responsibility to handle this control to the best of my ability. So a lot of people in this world of, of BDSM kind of play in the world. You know, they put on outfits, they'll have experiences, they'll have certain plays. And for you, this is absolute 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week lifestyle. That's correct. That's correct. It goes beyond the bedroom. Goes to every perfect or life. Um, any interaction that the two of us have, um, any part of my life, so to speak, in her life, um, all of that has to do with uh, control, the con- exchange of control, the looking after of the slave, the, the this life caring for the master, all of this, um, and 90% of this stuff happens outside the bedroom. Mm. So it's not just a sexual thing that people usually put it in const- context with. Well, to be honest, um, we all are all bit devoted, so the sexual part spills over into our daily lives. Mm. Um, I mean, uh, she's busy in the kitchen. I walk past and I spank it on the bum. That's uh, multifold, you know. It's like, I'm, I'm here, I love you, but I also like your bum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fascinating. Thank you very much, and thank you for a few minutes of your time. We hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Okay. Where did the start for you, Nina? When I was a young girl in high school, I thought there was something wrong with me. Um, we would sit in the gym class, for instance, and I would look at that equipment and I would imagine being strung up and um, flogged or whipped. And I, I always thought that there was something wrong with me. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I was into this stuff long before I knew there was a name for it. Um, and I had to kind of subdue it. 
um, because I thought there was something wrong with me. Um, and uh, carried on with my life and tried to live a normal vanilla life, and I couldn't. I, I just couldn't. When I got married, uh, I tried to get my husband in, interested in this by introducing handcuffs and, and, you know, floggers and whatever, and he wasn't interested. So I only started actually pursuing it when I split up with him some, some years ago. And I then discovered a whole community of people weird just like me. Mm. Yeah. So that, that, that was really cool. Um, so How did you find these people in the beginning? Um, I, my girls made me join Facebook. Uh So this is all their fault Actually (laughs) Yeah and on Facebook I first got to meet Some swingers Mm -hmm. um, And it just escalated from there I found my niche on Facebook And and expanded from there Um, I was invited to My first swingers party which I was very Reluctant to go to Mm. but they paid for it So I I went along to the Swingers party and the Club owner um, and I were chatting that night and he told me he's going to start having BDSM parties at the club. Um, and oh, about two weeks later, I got an SMS from him saying, I would like you on the team of organizers. So that's how I got to meet these people, amazing people. And, and that was seven years ago. So I've been working in, in, working in the community, um, and loving it for seven years now. Okay. And you, from the beginning, always in the role of a sub. A slave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Now, I knew, I've known there is a, a clear difference between a slave and a sub. Mm-hmm. Um, a submissive submits, a slave obeys. And, yeah, it's it's very different, the, the two roles. I'm, I'm a slave. I enjoy that. Okay. That's, that's what I do, yeah. Okay. And where, what was the transition from kind of playing in that to living it? Um, I, I've never really I've always known what I wanted, I think. And um, so I've never really played casually, mm-hmm. and I don't play um, if I'm not in a committed relationship. Mm. For me, it's very intimate. I need to be with a committed partner in order to enjoy it and and, and the play side of things, the kink side of things. So, yes, I have had one or two casual plays. I'm uncomfortable with that, even though that doesn't lead to sex necessarily. Um, in all honesty, um being spanked on the butt for me turns me on. So, yes, a play is going to land up with oh, some hardcore sex. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, I'm stuck. Okay. okay. Could, could you own somebody in this way? No. No. <laughs> Why not? I, I don't know. No, just I've, it's, it's not something that I've ever thought about doing. Yeah? Yeah, it's just... No, we we have to be equals. I feel that that's okay. me. Okay, yeah. we have to be equals. Yeah. Have you ever spanked anybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how was that for you? It was weird. Weird. Mm-hmm. Did, did yeah, you it enjoy was, it? It was, it, was, it was one of those spontaneous. It just mm-hmm. just happened. Yeah, it was impulse. And did she enjoy it? I I don't know. Like I couldn't read the facial. But did she well. ask? Did she ask? No, she didn't. Okay. Yeah, it just happened. Like I said, it was impulse, and then okay. I was like, oh shit, I did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was weird. Well, and was the sex good afterwards? If she didn't go home. Well, I ended up with like all those scratch marks on my back. I still oh. have this day. So yeah, so, okay. me. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> and what about being spanked? No. Well, no. not not in 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 a sexual manner. But mm. I've been I've received a few from my parents. Yeah, parents okay. and yeah. like friends okay. and like you know when you just bending over tra- like bending over trying to pick stuff up and they see the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you have some interesting friends, yeah. Eric. Yeah. True. Well, that w- would that count as a spanking? Like just getting like one, like really hard on the on the ass. Does that count as, or is it just? Mm, I, I, I think a second always needs to to happen because I mean you got two butt cheeks, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Friends, friends. Nina, how is it to actually? Mm. How is it to say so many years you knew who you are, and you couldn't couldn't be? Was that frustrating? Yeah. Very much so because mm. I, I, as I say, I thought there was something wrong with me. Mm. Um. And it was only when I came into the local community that I realized there are people from all walks of life doing this. So it had nothing to do with my childhood or or anything like it. Nothing weird, nothing, you know, it was very, very frustrating. It's just something inside of you that yeah. was there yeah. from early days. Very much so. I believe I was born a slave. Mm. I, I really do. I just, I don't know, you know, finding someone that you're compatible with um, has been a bit of a 
journey for me, but it's finally happened. And there is, um, oh, it's amazing. There's someone for everyone mm. out there, even in this lifestyle. <laughs> and how long have you been in this relationship? This one's brand new. Um, mm. we, we're actually busy drawing up our contract at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's brand new. We met and we decided this, that's it. Um, this is what we want. And because we're both so long in the tooth and we know what we want, mm-hmm. we skipped a couple of steps of protocol along the way and just jumped into it, you mm. know. Um, yeah. What are the steps along the way that you oh. jumped, you skipped? Um, you know, there, there, there's um, sort of supposed to be a training period and then an under consideration period and, and, and that type of thing. And those that can be really drawn out. Mm. And when I mentor, I mentor um, young, young ones coming in. When I mentor, I tell them to follow those steps because it's imperative that you actually do. But that's more for your, I think, your newbies that come along. They need to follow that step or else they're going to make mistakes. No. Um, so yeah, there is, you also get to know yourself in that in that yeah. journey. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think a lot of people like the idea of certain things, mm. and I know in our world as well. You know, in the world of conscious sexuality, people come along, they like the idea of certain things, not knowing what everything involves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the steps along the way become really important. Very much so. Very, very much so. Because you, you've got, if you enter into something like this, you've got to be a hundred and fifty percent sure that that person is compatible with you. Mm. Um, that you guys fit. That you can live this this lifestyle and and go into this journey enjoying both of you enjoying the trip. Mm. Um, so it's important, Joe. Okay. Mm. What What was your first? Bondage experiences An actual life play Is that what you're asking me When I first came into the lifestyle Here in the community I did get a master that I had An agreement with um, Where I would go to him once Every week and he would just Do a couple of plays with me Mm -hmm. So that I could get the experience Um, it was nice getting the experience, but it definitely wasn't what I wanted, you know. Um, and but he took me through my paces and you know flogging and spanking and um, hog tie and and all that type of thing. So it was nice experiencing those things, but it's definitely for me personally far nicer to experience that with someone that you care about and you trust. Mm. Um, and I, that is why for me it's important to be in a committed. MS dynamic before I will actually take that step and start playing. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> would you call that love? When you say when you talk about a committed, connected space, would you call that love? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, in our case, it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's the important element for you. Mm. That's the dynamic. And, and I think I think more importantly, um, and, and people need to know this is trust. The trust. You've got to have trust. I mean, I'm putting my life in the hands of this person. Mm. Um, I need to trust him. And the, giving that trust means so much to them, to your top um, as well. You know, so um, yeah, trust is, is, is imperative. Um, you can be in love with someone and not trust them. So you know? part of this has been, or part of this journey is that you are giving yourself to this person fully to do with almost as they please. Is pretty that much, right? Pretty much so, yeah. So if he wants to give you to somebody else for whatever, he can do that? He Unless can. it's in the contract. That's right. I was um, going to say, he can, yes, he can, um, mm. but we stipulate in the contract beforehand. Um, in other words, my hard limits are going to go into that contract. Mm. Um, and So what does that mean for our listeners, hard limits? Uh, hard limits are things that you're just not prepared to do or go mm-hmm. uh, and like sketch, for instance, mm. brown showers are things that it's just. So like, explain that. So brown showers are. I think somebody everybody understands. Pooing mm. on you or yep. you pooing on mm-hmm. somebody. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, so those for me are, are like really hard limits. Mm. Fortunately for my master, same story. It's a hard, it's not something that he, so you, you, you've got to find that in a, in a person. The things that you like and dislike mm. have to be with that person as well, or else someone's going to be unhappy at the end so of the day. So you need to really reveal yourself and be in yeah. authenticity. Yeah, very much so. You, you, you got to be very transparent. You wear mm. your heart on, on, on your sleeve and, um, the, the honesty and the communication is just very, very important. Mm. It really is. In the beginning, when I first came out, um, I battled with some of the honesty. You sit and you talk with BDSMers and they, they just 
they call a spade a spade. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like we're sitting in a restaurant and they're talking. They use the c word, and I'm like, okay, sorry, I, I battle to say these things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the c word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say it, come Nina. You know you can. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's my flower. Yeah, it's your flower. <laughs> flower. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I. I I battled in the beginning with that, mm. the, just the openness of these people, mm. you know, and, and talking about such intimate things was like for me, I'm blushing, you know, no, I'm over that. Mm. <laughs> Although you saw me blush the other night, but yeah, um, I'm kind of getting used to it. Okay. <laughs> I write um, short erotica, short erotic stories, and I don't hold back in those stories, but don't ask me to read it back to you because I'm going to say the C word mm. and the F word and... <laughs> But it's there in my stories. Yeah, that's ingrained. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a fascinating dynamic here. God Saint, you know things about your mother, obviously, that very few other daughters know about their mother. Yeah. How (laughs) is that for you? It was in in the beginning very difficult. Mm. Um, But we've always had a close relationship. Mm. So it's actually after a couple of years, you get used to it. Okay. Yeah. So you've been a part of her journey from the beginning. Yes. And as she's changed and developed and grown, she shared that with you. Yes. Okay. Yes. How's that been for you to see your mother in that space? That's a very different mother-daughter relationship. <laughs> no, it's it's actually been good because we've seen her change into a better person. Yeah. She's a much better person than she was when she was like married to my dad and didn't do this stuff. So yeah. it's just amazing to see her like this. And now with the, her master, it's just amazing to see someone that loves her so much. Mm. So That's incredible, good. you know, because so many <clears throat> kids and parents put mm. judgments on their either on, on their parent or on their child for the lifestyle that they have chosen. Mm. Yeah. But you know, we've been going, I've, me and my sister have been going to BDSM parties with her mm. for a while and BDSMers are so normal actually. So it's like, but that's the thing. If you go to any, almost any sexual function, whether yes. it's a swingers party, whether mm-hmm. it's a bondage party, and you take a cross-section of people, you will find people from every single profession there. Yeah. From all walks of life, you will find people from early 20s up to over 60, and you will just find this incredible range of people. You'll find thin people, and you'll find big people, mm. and you will find really the spectrum you'll find in South Africa. Yeah. And that's quite an amazing thing. Yeah, it is. It's awesome, actually. Yeah. How much of your sex life have you shared with your mother? <laughs> None. <laughs> Nothing that's whatsoever. Okay, it's it's non-existent. I still think I'm a virgin. They haven't even got me masturbating. I'm a champion. <laughs> <laughs> Been hiding, son. Been hiding. You don't need that. You, no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. no nothing, nothing. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something we speak about like openly yeah, absolutely. as a family. It's weird. My brothers, though. I, like I've, I've spoken to my yeah. brothers about it and stuff, but my parents, nah. My, my dad... Apparently caught me once. Yeah, I just I was like, "You're lying, man!" I wasn't doing that. I was playing PlayStation. <laughs> it's my own PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it is. Okay. It is. Nicole, Nicole's had to um, photograph my butt several times. Yeah. I love my bruises. I wear yeah. them proudly. She has sat on the floor in the club already photographing my butt for me because I want to see if the bruises mm. look Are nice. <laughs> okay. yeah. so, Have you had any experiences yourself? Yes, I have actually. And yeah, from I, um, from a dom or a, a sub point of view. Uh, from a well, I just do like needle plays and stuff. So where that, where you were actually doing this to somebody? No, they do it to me. Yeah, yeah. So I've just had different needle plays, corsets mm-hmm. done on me with needles and stuff. So that's quite extreme. Yeah, it a is. Suspension yeah. as well. Yes, and I had a rope suspension one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just and like trying the different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So you have an idea of what this actually does involve. Yes. Funnily enough, I'm yeah. scared of needles, and she has the needle plates. <laughs> okay. You know, so she's representing this. So life. this really is like an all-in-the-family thing. If she ever does enter the lifestyle, she's going to be a sadistic mistress because okay. she is a sadist of note. Yeah. So she will she'll definitely never take a submissive role. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And that's something, you know, yeah. John, just, I want to, to just, I don't know, Eric is sitting here. I don't know how your, if your brain is on fire already, how, what's going on. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, so much of normality, you know, you said, and I'm quoting you on that one, that you, you really thought something was wrong with you, you know, and, and nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. You're a wonderful person, you know, you're a caring person, caring person, I'm sure to your daughter. And 
then again, it's so difficult to percept that, you know, to go with, with a person that is called your mother. You well, know, yeah. What we think of normality is often simply a consensus that people in any given group have decided on. So even in, in, in the world of physics now, what's coming out is simply that our world exists because of the consensus that we have given it. We all have a slightly different perception of that, yep. but everything in our world exists because we have decided that that's what it is. <clears throat> We've decided that's what reality is. So political systems, religious systems, social systems, we've simply said that's what is and therefore it is. And as soon as we step outside of that and as soon as we change that, the reality of it changes. And it's even, there's some amazing experiments being discovered now. For example, your emotions can create your reality. Quite simply. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you start to feel differently about something, it changes. And the act of observation changes certain things. So as soon as we decide that a relationship is going to be different, that's what it becomes. And then we get into the realm, the beautiful realm of what could be instead of what should be. And what should is simply a judgment that we have accepted from parents, from religion, from different aspects of society, of the way that a life should be lived. That parents and children do not share these kind of conversations or experiences. Um, and in essence, who is saying there's a right or wrong? Mm. It simply says the more open we are, possibly the better experiences we could create. Mm. At least not live in a line, be no, authentic. That's it. And that's the authenticity. Mm. You know, so with my daughter, for example, there's a lot of detail of my life that I have never shared. But she knows what it is that I do mm. and has known from the very beginning that was never hid. Mm. As a teenager, her response was, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> but as she's grown over the years, she's come to see the value of that, the impact that it has on people and on their lives. And that becomes the important thing. Mm -hmm. So it's simply a decision that we make. But there's another interesting done. You're looking like I need to go. Yeah, you need to go. That's my thing. Yeah, but I'm gonna listen to it in the car. Like I'm, I'm, I'm invested now. I've, okay. I've listened. Well, we're I'm really glad that you came everything. to sit with us yes. for a few minutes you're again. Welcome. We have missed you, Eric. Don't worry. Next week I'll be here for the full show. I promise. <laughs> okay, I'm afraid then you're gonna sit here all on your own. Yeah. You so know, you can week? sit here. I'm in Cape Town next week. Okay, we're gonna we teach. Go. Well, when you have a show again, I'll be here. So <laughs> you can. Do you want to do the sex show next week, Eric? No. I, what am I going to talk about? Yeah, so that one time I had sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's about it, folks. So, Thank you for tuning in. Well, well, you music. can give every little detail of your sexual <laughs> no, encounter. No, I'll be here. I promise. The next one. Eric, you show me <laughs> that there is hope. Love you guys. There Bye. is hope. People are willing okay. to sit here and, and listen, which is great. There's a different dynamic here. Goth Saint, you are involved in a church movement. Yes. Okay. What's your role in that? Um, well, it's mainly missions and children's ministry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Have you been there involved for a long time in that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How do you bring these two worlds together within yourself? Um, I don't really have to. It's just it comes naturally. Mm. It's just the way I was brought up to be myself. Mm. So. So they're both expressions of who you are. Yes. And that's a beautiful thing because, again, we create these boxes that said, <clears throat> if you do this, you can't do that. Mm. So you can't be a religious person and have experiences in the world of bondage as well. Yeah. Where in essence, they're all the expression of who you are. Yes. Exactly. And there's incredible freedom in that. Yeah, there is. And yeah. um, again, we put an enormous judgment on the fact that if you found out that your religious leader was involved in these, does it make them any less? The reality is that... Um, our spiritual or religious leaders are involved in so many different and actually the non-healthy version of lifestyles well, because they're not living openly with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes and out. As soon as, as you suppress it, you give it more power. And that comes out again and again. Mm -hmm. Pastors from all denominations mm -hmm. who are caught doing all sorts of things, whether it's with kids, whether it's with other adults, whether it's with hookers. You know, one of the biggest things is, is, is a judgment that so many religious leaders put on being gay. Mm. 
And there's not a week that goes past that some religious leader is not caught with another man. <laughs> yeah. And just fucking be who you are in this world. But it challenges us enormously. I battled in the beginning when I, um, because I'm also born again Christian, and um, I battled in the beginning to um, bring myself together, you know, to take these two vast differences and and marry them and, you know, just bring them together. Um, And... But I, 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 I did. I, I managed pretty easily. Um, and I, I do get challenged. I do get the people that come to me and say to me, and you call yourself a Christian. Um, you know what? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just believe that again in this lifestyle, it takes all kinds of people, people from all walks of life that, that, that are in this lifestyle. And, um, you know, don't, don't, it's, don't judge me. Mm. You know, don't, don't, and I've, I have, I've been challenged. Um, but it, it really doesn't faze me. It doesn't change how I feel about um, my beliefs um, being in Islam style. What does God want from you as a pleasure being? Well, you know, you just have to look at uh, which, what is the book of Solomon, hey? The Song of Solomon. The there, yes. I mean, um, apparently, um, you know, depending on how you read that or, or, or what eyes you're looking at it through, mm. it can be quite erotic. So, yeah, I just, you know... Um, I, I don't talk about it. I don't Bible punch. I don't mm. talk about my, my, my beliefs. And I expect the same in return from everybody else. Mm. Because we have got all kinds out there. <laughs> you know, and there are those that will try and challenge, um, the fact that we call ourselves Christians. Um, how can you call yourself a Christian? Uh, you know what? Give me alone. I'm not, I'm not fighting with you because you're a agnostic or a, mm. you know, whatever. You know, um, Just because you're doing all the sins that are written not to do, like cheating on your yeah. wife or stealing or you know, oh. Funnily telling enough, lies. You, you say that. I mean, I've 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 been asked this question by swingers, for instance, and I'm thinking, I don't sleep around. I don't have other partners. I, I only sleep. You know, because plenty swingers are religious <laughs> from all denominations, and they go to synagogue on Friday night, and they go to church on Sunday morning, and then. The rest of the time they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Working, working in, in the lifestyle so many years, I've, I can write a book. <laughs> I've seen some things that are, I mean, really hilarious. Mm. But, yeah. When your mother first brought this up, what was your response? Well, I was shocked in the beginning because, mm-hmm. like, when you hear the word BDSM, mm. you immediately think of all the dodgy stuff you see on Google yeah. and all that stuff. But she explained it to us from her point of view. And I was like, okay, this doesn't sound that bad, actually. Yes, you've got some of the stuff that's like what you see on Google or on oh. movies and stuff, but it's not all that. So I was pretty impressed that it's actually normal. Okay. Are I, you, wanted to, I wanted to show them BDSM through my eyes. Hmm. I didn't want them to go online and start researching it. Definitely that's why I, I was open with them and said to them, listen, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm into. And I showed them through my eyes. I took them and introduced them to some of my friends. And their first reaction was, but mom, they're so normal. Mm. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Isn't it the first thing we do? We yeah. compare. Mm-hmm. Just want to check how normal is the situation. Oh. And yeah. that's an incredible, it's a fascinating word, that normal. There's a beautiful thing. You need to Google it. Gabor Mate, G-A-B-O-R-M-A-T-T-E. And he is a psychiatrist, I think. Has the most amazing little video clip out on YouTube on what normality is. And the fact that in so many different societies and tribes, what we consider abnormal or what we consider beyond normality is normal and even celebrated. Human development through the, yeah. And he shows it through science. Yeah, but mm. there's a little. It's a. It's about a two or three minute little definition that he gives on normality, yeah. which talks about the fact that in some tribes and in some societies, that's actually celebrated, and we create a space for people to be who they are. We have just created a, an incredibly narrow, narrow definition mm-hmm. of, of normality. Mm. So, for example. My good friend Galen Fuss, um, who is a therapist in America dealing with fetish and kink, wrote some stuff and was actually taken off some Facebook groups, some psychology Facebook groups mm. for talking about kink. And he has brought something to the fore called kinkophobia, where a lot of therapists 
are judging and considering kink and fetish behavior as abnormal. So in the 50s, for example, being gay was considered abnormal by the psychology fraternity. And even I went to a meeting of uh, sexologists a while ago where gay was called a lifestyle. Not something that who you are inside, you know, and there was an attempt to start regulating kink and fetish behavior and some of the aspects of Tantra. And it's so out of touch with who we are and putting normality in such a narrow little band instead of the fact that you can be all of these things and they don't cancel each other out. Mm -hmm. They're about the fullness and the authenticity of who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's incredibly beautiful and incredibly powerful to be able to live that. I I agree wholeheartedly. I think for me, um, the eye-opener was when I started working in the community Mm. and working with other people, like-minded people, and just seeing these people, and that's the only time that they can be authentic or Mm. be who they are is when they come to one of these parties because society and your job and whatever, you know, your bosses don't accept it. I've heard Mm. of people being fired from their job because bosses found out that they're into it. So being at the parties and um, seeing these people come out and and have fun, it's it's an amazing thing. It really and truly is because they can be themselves. You know, they walk in there if they want to take their clothes off and walk around naked or, you know, walk around topless or, you know, whatever. And it's just, it's so amazing to see people have fun and Mm. just be who they are. It really is beautiful. There's a question that I keep on posing because it's fascinating. If you knew somebody standing for political office was into other swinging, was into kink, would you still vote for them? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and mm. we look at like what happened in the American elections, mm. where people had full knowledge of all of the financial disasters that Donald Trump had committed, mm. but still was elected president. That's Only okay. Because we, we're forgiven that. We're yeah. forgiven so Easy many things. Crimes. But as soon as there's something sexual. Yeah, mm. because those crimes are normal. We, <laughs> yeah, we put the greatest judgment on sexuality. Mm. You know, when you look at the source, which is control, religious religious people, mm. well, let's say people that understood the power of religion, because mm. it's you know something that you can't, it's something so mysterious, mm. so great, so huge to, to understand the power of life and so on. And the idea of judgment and the idea of being normal, which is all about control. And the reason that we all need to be the same, because that calms us down, that we think, okay, there's something... Great. If somebody tells us how to be, so if everybody's doing that, there's some kind of illusion of control, illusion of, of everything's fine, everything is normal. You know, it's all these terms are. If you actually check them, check those terms. But what will happen if I'll knock on somebody's door and I'll see that he likes, you know, that's his kind of liking, and then I knock on somebody else's door and they believe in something completely different? It will confuse me on a daily basis, which, by the way, will help me grow mm. immensely. Because I will be exposed to more and more options and I can try my own thing and evolve. But in control, there is the idea of freezing everything as it is. And that's all that it is. And um, I'm going to be flipping for a moment, but there's real truth in the sex and drugs and rock and roll will set you free. (laughs) You know, but it's true because Mm -hmm. it takes us somewhere different and somewhere beyond. And even in... In the world of psychedelics, for example, for so long these have been suppressed and now some of the amazing health benefits of microdosing on psychedelics is coming out as incredible help for depression. There's no side effects like a lot of the antidepressants do. They don't numb you. Mm. They don't switch you off. If it was explored properly... Well, now it is being... Yeah, there will be more money going into research. There's this enormous explosion of research Mm. into psychedelics that for the last 30 or 40 years has been suppressed. Mm. And people are really looking to explore and to free themselves. Mm. And we live in this paradoxical world at the moment where governments and systems are holding on to control so tightly because it's slipping away more and more and more. So you need to use stronger (coughs) forces and more... Scaring you yeah. more and more to mm. to get the same reaction, which used to be just enough to go to church on Sunday and just mm. say 
people. Just be good and keep listening to your leader. And it's going to be fine. Absolutely. And there are benefits. There's there are benefits to be in a flock mm. and and to help each other. It doesn't mean, but those values of helping one another, being kind, being you know, being resourceful, being being helpful to other people. Has nothing to do to what is your sex liking and what is, what is your authenticity when it comes to expression and you don't have and to hurt other of, people. Of community, yeah. which is a huge thing in, in growth and expansion and finding a place that you belong mm. because so many people in our world are isolated. And that's Most actually become one of the there's – a, there's a beautiful new model of addiction. That addiction exists because people are isolated and disconnected. Mm -hmm. And once those connections are made, a lot of addictive behavior tends to absolutely disappear. Mm. And that's finding a place to belong. And that's what you've done and Mm -hmm. are part of. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And you you were talking about um, uh, control and... um, being yourself and experiencing um in in within this lifestyle i mean the when you're busy in a play for instance mm. and it's intense you are releasing it's it's like a pressure you know your whole week just lifted off your shoulders mm. yeah you de-stress unbelievably um both parties that are playing because mm. you're both playing together for different reasons um, but the end result, I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the term, um, subspace, mm-hmm. um, flying. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there is no, it's an expanded syn- state of consciousness. There's no synthetic drug that beats that. Hmm. That is no, 100% you know, true. Last weekend, for the first time, I taught the most beautiful workshop called, um, Meditate. The essential meditation of touch. And it was using touch as, a tool to get into a meditative and expanded space. And there was somebody there who is a sub and said at the end of it that it's exactly the same space that it took her to. It took her into the subspace Mm -hmm. and it was using touch as a vehicle for this. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing that we, we, we want pathways into expanded states of consciousness, deeper into ourselves, into connecting with somebody, with something more, something outside of ourselves, something that's spiritual. And that's what this gives us. So we've got an interesting message here. It says there are a lot of ties between BDSM and religion. Flogging or self-flogging has been used in Christianity for ages as a form of penance. Even the famed Martin Luther was known to frequently take part in self flogging mm. but it's not only for penance because that takes people to an expanded state that's right that's right mm. what do you think about that expanded states of consciousness and religion and bondage and all sorts of things like that <laughs> <coughs> so if you've had experienced needle play that's quite an extreme yes. experience what was where did that take you within yourself well the only reason i actually get the needle plays and that i get it done is um there's only so many piercings and tattoos a person can get. Yes. <laughs> and every time I get the piercing or the tattoo, it feels like I'm getting this release of mm-hmm. all my anxiety and depression and stuff. So I should get the piercings done for that. So I've never gone into space, subspace, or anything like that. Oh. But, yeah. So we have to ask then, how many piercings do you have? She's Six. counting. Six. <laughs> <Yeah>. Not enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, so we can and see. seven tattoos, so. Okay, mm. so we can see two piercings. Mm. Where are the others? <laughs> uh, I've got my nose piercing, my tongue piercing, my lip piercing. Oh, so c- there's three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. And the okay. other three? Oh, my ears. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she hasn't gone there. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Nina, do you have any piercings? Um, she In took me off when I was 51. Yeah. A, a tongue. A tongue. Yeah. Can you imagine? Okay. Age fifty-one. Okay. She dragged me off for that child, just my normal ears and okay. yeah. nipples and genitals don't interest you. No, thank goodness I was going to, but thank goodness I didn't because Master does not like piercing. Okay. No, not at all. Can okay. I ask you, Nina, regarding pain? This is a question that I think I had when I started walking in those journeys in those worlds. What is the limit of pain? How much pain? Well, what is what is orange, what is red for each person, 
And is it something that has been discussed? Yeah. And uh, for our listeners, red and orange are the usually safe words that you say in a play. Well, generic safe words. But for you, when did you know how much pain are you going to be willing to be in? And is it something that has to be involved in BDSM play or being a, a lifestyle slave? Is it about pain? Yeah. Um, for me, pain is, is, is a turn on. And um, I was dubbed early on already as a pain slut. And um, I don't want to correct them. They shouldn't be listening to this. Um, I, I don't see myself as a pain slut or mm. as a masochist. I actually think I'm a bit of a sissy, don't you think? No. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's a case of just... You know, when you're with someone you trust, then they know your boundaries and they push just beyond that. And you carry on pushing and pushing until it's now no. But with regards to safe words, I've never called a safe word and I don't, I don't ever want to because that I feel is this trust thing that I'm so big on. I trust him and he, um, you will not take he, he won't hurt his toy. Yeah. He's not going to break his toys, you know. So, um, I won't call a safe word. He knows how to read me and my body and my reactions. And I, I, I shout, ow, and I, with the F word thrown in there, um, and he knows that it's not serious, you know, and, um, he knows how to read me. He'll know when I yeah. shout, ow, and I mean it, you know, that, okay, this, but it never gets that far. Because when you're with someone that you know so well, yeah. he knows, you know, how far to go. I mean, there, there comes a time where I want more. And he'll say, no, you've had enough now. Enough's enough. But, it, you know, so that is what a good master does is that he, he knows. They know how to read you. They know how to read your responses, your reactions, the tone in your voice and that kind of thing. And, um yeah. So. What comes up for me is that, first of all, a person is much more aware, uh, a person who plays, and definitely not only the master, but also the slave, people that are aware to their limits, to where they are at, responsible people. And the second thing that comes up for me is the fact that I see you girls sitting here, mother and daughter, and the daughter is fully aware of what her mother is going through, and there is such honesty, and... I'm thinking how much we as children, I don't have kids, so how much we as children deny to see our parents in pleasure, mm. whatever makes them have pleasure, if it's pain or BDSM or if it's just beautiful pleasure. Of, uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sensual slut, so it's a different story, <laughs> but uh, beautiful pain or beautiful uh, s- sensation, whatever it is, that we're denied to see our parents in that, you know, we caught our parents having sex, it's a trauma. <laughs> you know, instead <laughs> of understanding, you actually... Um, Saying God, God saying you can actually see your mother in a place that she's fully aware of her needs. She's fully aware of what makes her comfortable. You know, she, she's sharing that. And that is something that you can learn maybe, you know, you mm. can reflect in your mind. Then, okay, I can have as much as what I need as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, we have interesting conversations, the girls and I. We really and truly do. Um, mm. And we, we laugh a lot about it, but they, they will come to me. Um, I remember maybe a year ago, um, we had been drinking a bit of wine and my eldest said to me, okay, mom, tell me about cock worship. Now in BDSM, you don't do BJs. Okay. There's no such thing as a BJ. It's cock worship. That is meant to be worshiped genuinely. Yeah. Okay. From a slave's point of view. Mm-hmm. And we sat in, on my bed laughing our heads off and I was explaining to them the art of cock worship. And and it was a fun conversation, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Did your mother teach you things that day? Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, that's an interesting thing, you know, because where do we expect our kids to get their sexual skills from? Mm-hmm. And they grow up with such myth and misinformation and misunderstanding and such little knowledge mm. about actual sex. Yeah. You know, we might give them kind of bigger stuff mm. but actual physical information becomes really fascinating i remember when she was eight years old mm. um i was telling them how to enjoy whipped cream and cherries and a dessert on a naked man's body and she stuck both her fingers in her ears and started shouting i can't hear you la 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 and ran out the room mm. <laughs> she didn't want to hear about this <laughs> but at age eight that's kind of an appropriate response yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. she was a tomboy yeah. <laughs> she grew up subsequently <laughs> In terms of being a slave, what are the decisions that you will make about your own life? 
What areas of life will you make decisions for yourself? Um, effectively, none. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've now given my life to this person. Mm. Um, so effectively, he makes all decisions. Everything. He, we, we go to a restaurant, he orders for me. I have no idea what he's ordering for me. Mm. Um, he said to me the other day when we're uh, busy doing the contract now, um, I need to ask permission to eat. So even if we're apart, I would have to WhatsApp him and say to him, may I eat now, please, sir? Um, and, and it can. It can go as far as them choosing what clothes I wear every day, mm-hmm. um, what what makeup I wear, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it's every every aspect of your life is he he should or will be in control of, including finances. Um, some some slaves I've read um, object to that. That's where they draw the line. Um, but in my training, I've been taught that even that belongs to your master. Mm. So anything I earn is his. Do you work? Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and, and that's your choice to work or with his consent as well? Well, um, he, he, it's with his consent um, that I'm doing what I'm doing because it's in the lifestyle. Mm. So he's happy to support me in that because he knows my passion with regards to what I do um in you know in the local oh. community and um and and I really don't want to stop that it, i i think I think th- that would be a problem for our dynamic if you had to say to me I had to stop that oh. um because I'm really passionate about it but, but, but because it's in the lifestyle I think um you know he's giving um and you know people oh. he knows as well he's known for years um and yeah, so I'm, I'm fortunate. We have really, we're very, very compatible. We fit very well together. Mm. So I'm really fortunate with this. But I have to sh- just share something with you quickly. The first time he takes me out, we go to one of these restaurants. Obviously, you can't mention the name. Um, and you order what you want to eat on the little slippy here yes. in front of you. And so he takes mine and he starts writing down my order and everything. And I see the way to look at this and like looks at me. And he goes off. So a little bit later, the waiter comes back. He's got my tray and he says to me, here's yours, Slave Nina. <laughs> here's yours, Master Tungsten. And I'm sitting there and I know everybody inside is watching us and looking mm. at us. You know, we're sitting in this restaurant. And I was kind of thrown. The second time, same restaurant, another branch. I'm now used to being called Slave Nina by the waiters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they're okay with it. They're just fine. But you yeah. think about it that if you get married... If you get married, you are also, you know, you're committed mm. to one another financially. Okay, today because of so many people are allowing fear control them. So because, you know, X amount of people have chose badly their marriages, they won't get married or they will keep separate accounts and whatever because they will take advantage or actually there's no honesty and no truth and maybe no trust in the end of the day. Mm. And so the openness yeah. creates a very different Dynamic. Mm. Normally, um, mm. a master will give an allowance. Yes. Um, so whatever you earn goes straight to him, and then he gives an allowance. You get an allowance to. I mean, they supply everything, obviously. That you know, um, and then you get a, a personal allowance. Um, so we'll see where this goes with him and out mm. in the contract. But yeah, um, in people that I know, that's what they mm. do. They give allowances. Shrimping. This is shrimping. <laughs> shrimping is licking, sucking, or biting someone's toes. Just oh. a normal, just a normal idea for Friday. Oh, morning. Nicole, does no, that she no, 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 she hates it. She hates it. Okay. She hates it. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. got a thing about toes. She hates it. So that's what shrimping is. So next week I will be in Cape Town, and I'm really looking forward to meeting some but of our listeners. But there will listeners. be a show. There will be a show. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing three beautiful workshops on the Friday night. And two on the Saturday uh, Information is on our Facebook page If people want more information About this world, about you Where do they go? Soundbarrier.club Soundbarrier.club We would like to In the future continue this conversation Because it really is fascinating Thank you very much for coming To share with us and to be So open Thank you. Thank Thank you for having us. Thanks. And I wish you all so much pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Cliffcentral.com